Jesse Douglas Smith McGraw, and this is What Moves You with Jesse. I'm a transformative coach on a mission to share an understanding of how our minds work that challenges how we react to life and our thoughts. I love to share stories and common sense ideas that empower you to take charge of yourself in a way that brings immediate and profound change. What I know to be true is that we are all innately healthy and doing our best with the thinking we have available to us on a moment-to-moment basis. And waking up to this will change what moves you. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. Today, I would like to talk about moods. Exciting stuff, right? (laughs) I know it sounds basic, but having a respect or an understanding for your moods is huge. Starting to have an understanding of your inner world versus your outer world truly can give you keys to freedom. So let me kind of talk about this a little bit. So when we get into talking about inner world versus outer world, okay, outer world, very straightforward, right? We have whatever it is that is in front of us that we've got going on all the time. We have our relationships. If you're at work, right? If you're in traffic, if you are on a date, if you're in an interview, if you are with your friends, right? So whatever is going on right in front of you, that's your outer world, right? And that is something that we constantly have eyes for, right? We're looking at people's faces. We're looking at how people are taking us in. We are feeling into a room and feeling for a vibe. We're, you know, just kind of, that's, that's, we're looking at that, that's the outer world stuff. Then we have the inner world that's going on all the time. And when I'm talking about inner world, I'm referencing your computer, your brain, and everything that has, everything that it has in there. So you've got your conditioning, all the ideas that you have about you and about how life works, right? From all the different experiences that you've had, from what's been modeled for you, the cultures you live in, the society that you live in. Then you have all the different um, things that you've been through in your life, your memories, your history. Uh, You know, so we've got all this information that's going on inside of yourself. And that is in tandem with your outer world. So right now, we could even say, for example, that you potentially are dipping in and out of your outer world and your inner world listening to me. You know, there might be a part of you that's kind of present and listening and, oh, oh yeah, that's interesting. And then you might be dipping back into your inner world and starting to think about what's going on and do you have lunch plans and have you create you know have you thought of what you're going to be making for dinner and what's going on with you know your friend that you talked to yesterday and you know so we've got all of that stuff going on on the inside too 
And we, our awareness dips in and out of both all the time, all the time. Now, what can be a struggle is when we aren't aware of the inner world versus the outer world, we will very innocently take whatever feeling is being created on our inside, right, by this kind of uh, collaboration between our inner world and outer world, you know, whatever thinking is being created in the moment, that's what we're feeling. That is our mood. And again, it dips in and out, up and down, all day, every day. So when we don't have a feel for the difference, what happens is whatever we're feeling on the inside, we tend to then tether how we feel to what's going on outside of us. Is that making sense? Let me give you an example. So I was on a beautiful trip to Mexico with a couple of my dear, dear friends. Uh, This was a few years ago, pre-pandemic. And uh, again, beautiful experience. My friend had rented a home for her birthday, had all of her closest and dearest friends over for this birthday. And uh, everything had been just exhilarating until this kind of moment that I'm going to share with you. You know, I had flown to Mexico with two of my best friends. We, When we got there, I met this beautiful group of women that I had met a few of them, but not everybody, um, who were her closest friends from Mexico. And uh, we took a ferry together over to this little island called Isla Mujeres, and that's where we stayed. And it was just, the weather was beautiful, the moon was shining bright, it was glorious. Cut to, you know, evening, I was going to say, I was going to say evening, clearly I was talking about the moon, (laughs) but the moon was out while we were taking the ferry over. Anyhow, when we get into the house, all the gals, we, we put our stuff in our bedrooms and we all come together on the um, porch, right? The back porch, which has this beautiful view of the ocean. It's just, it's absolutely breathtaking. And this bizarre feeling starts to come over me. I had been in a great mood, feeling great, feeling very, you know, heart wide open and vulnerable and connected with all these ladies and just very loving. And all of a sudden, I can just feel this wave of uncomfort come over me. And I start to feel insecure. And I start to go, oh, what's happening? In that moment, I kind of notice that my closest friend whose birthday it was, she had kind of gotten around the table with all of her dear girlfriends from Mexico, and they're all speaking Spanish together, right? And then there were about, I think, three of us in total that only spoke English and uh you know, restaurant Spanish, as we say, so only a couple of things here and there. But anyway, you know, moreover, mainly English, everybody at the party spoke English. But anyway, of course, just the three of us, we, 
we're not lucky enough to speak multiple languages. <laughs> Anyhow, so the three of us girls that only speak English, none of this was on purpose. It was just very natural. We had kind of sat on the deck and we're looking out at the ocean, just being very quiet with each other. And again, like I said, all the girls from Mexico were catching up because they hadn't seen each other in forever. So they're all speaking Spanish to each other. They're bringing out the bottles of wine. We're getting really, you know, settled into the experience. And because of this insecure feeling that was coming over me, I start looking at my environment and I'm going, what's wrong here? Why do I feel scared? Why do I feel insecure? What's happening? And I look over at the girls who all speak Spanish as well. And I immediately make this assumption that it's because I'm feeling left out of the conversation that I'm feeling insecure. Because they're all relating together in a language that I don't speak, right? So I took my mood seriously. I took it seriously. And because of that, I then looked out at my environment and pinned my mood on my circumstances. Another way of saying it is, oh, because of what's happening out there, that's why I feel upset. Now, this was a little mind-boggling to me because as I was describing to you, the experience up until this point was beautiful. <laughs> you know, meeting new friends and just, again, because we're all connected by this one dear friend who's so wonderful, we're all just immediately falling in love with each other. So everything is good, right? And so I'm thinking to myself, this is curious. Why am I all of a sudden feeling so upset about this? And man, I was really feeling upset, really upset inside. So because my mind starts to spiral, right? Because I don't know if you've experienced this before, but as soon as you start to pin your feelings on your circumstances, right? All of a sudden, my mind started to spiral. Oh my God, how are you going to, you know, last for seven days if nobody speaks English to you? You know, how are you going to enjoy this? Oh, Jesse, just read a book. You brought books, you know, specifically for this reason. You know, like I just was going in and out all of this information in my head and I was paying attention to every single word. So as I've shared with you guys before, what I did in that moment, because it's the best I knew to do at that time a few years ago, is I asked myself, what do I need to feel better? And what's interesting is my wisdom came back with leave. Just leave. As soon as this anxiety attack passes, right? Stand up, go inside, call your husband, tell him that you're coming home, book yourself a ticket, and then come back out and slyly tell your friends that, you know, for whatever reason, you're not feeling good, you don't want to ruin the party, and you're going to head out tomorrow. 
And truly in that moment, I was like, oh yeah, that feels good. That feels good. I'm taking care of myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then guess what happened? (laughs) All of my worry, all of my insecure thinking that was creating that huge dip in my feeling, right? That really low mood, all of my thinking that was creating that low mood moved on because I had this creative idea come to me that looked the most helpful in that moment, right? You see, we are driven to stabilize. Our brains are driven to stabilize. Our wisdom is at our beck and call to stabilize. And that is exactly what happened. The second I got that idea, go buy a plane ticket and leave tomorrow. Ooh, I immediately stabilized. And then guess what happened? When all of that thinking left me, all of a sudden, I could see clearly again. I could breathe easier. I felt peaceful. Then I start looking around and all of a sudden, I am back in awe of my surroundings. I am in awe of the beautiful ocean in front of me, of the full moon that was reflecting on it. And then I look over at this beautiful group of women all catching up with each other. And I got teary-eyed because I was so grateful for friendships. I was so grateful that my friend was being given the opportunity or that she had even created this opportunity for herself to have all of her favorite women around her. It's making me misty-eyed just talking about it because it immediately dropped me down into my heart again. There was no, excuse me, there was no separation between me and them. That idea of, oh, I'm feeling left out because they're not speaking, you know, speaking to me in English and how am I ever going to communicate with them if they don't really want to speak English with me, right? All of that melted away because my mind had stabilized naturally, right? The whole process that had happened inside of me, right? At least I had enough grounding to notice, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Okay, what do I need to do to feel better, right? I engaged, I resourced myself. I engaged my own inner knowing. What do I need to feel better in this moment? It gave me an idea that immediately brought me relief. And then as soon as I got the relief, I could see clearly and it wasn't necessary any longer for me to escape. And I didn't, by the way. I stayed the entire time and it was freaking magical. <laughs> so that's what's important to start to notice. 
right? This happens all the time. I hear it with clients all the time, right? They go on a date, they're in kind of a low mood. Maybe the person isn't the best fit. And innocently so, you know, the the client that I'm speaking to will kind of make this broad stroke assumption, oh, I can't ever date golfers, right? They were a golfer and it's just clearly it's because it's, it's golfers I don't like, right? And then I get curious about that with them because it's like, is it the person? Is it the fact that they're a golfer? <laughs> or was it that it wasn't really a right fit and you took the mood that it put you in very seriously and you pinned it onto right, everything that was going on in front of you. So what I would love for you to kind of get a hang of is starting to get eyes for your inner world and how much it drives your behavior, how much it drives your opinion of what's going on around you. So when you start to notice that you're tanking, Potentially, if you're willing, right, you can then take responsibility for what's going on in your inner world and go, okay, hold on a second here. My mood has tanked. I need to like take a break, take a breather, go to the restroom, right? Do something to give myself a minute to let my mind settle, It's the exact same thing that we say all the time that I've mentioned to you guys before, right? We say it in society all the time with sleep on it. You know, what do you think about this email? Oh, I think maybe, maybe sleep on it and see if in the morning all of it makes sense to still send. What are we referencing, right? We know that our friend who wrote the email is really kicked up inside. So they might be saying things that doesn't necessarily fit that moment, that email. So we suggest, why don't you take a minute? Why don't you take a minute and then let's see what feels right in the morning, right? So I'm kind of pointing out something that we already have an idea for, but I would love for you to get more of a hang of, get more eyes for it. I hope this has helped today. Uh, I'm going to piggyback off of this for next week. So make sure you tune in and go ahead and send this episode to any friend you think might need it too, okay? Um, Man, because it sure was helpful for me to start to see, holy cow, whatever's going on inside of me, it is an absolute game changer to be conscious of that. And kind of hold myself with a little bit of reverence in that moment. Give myself the space I need so that way my mind and my feelings and my thinking can stabilize the way they do naturally. And then we'll see what happens from there. All right. As always, it's a gift to be in your ears. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to What Moves You with Jesse. Let's stay connected. 
You can find more ideas and strategies on being human on my Instagram at what moves you with Jesse. Sign up for my newsletter or learn more about working with me at what moves you with And please rate and review the show and let us know what you think and what resonated. I read every single review. They mean so much to me. You can also call in on our hotline with your thoughts on what resonated there too. It is always live at 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS. What Moves You with Jesse is produced by Mike McGraw and Tinker City Music. Now, let's take a deep breath and give ourselves permission to live in this moment for what truly moves you.